Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. presents to us is faith in God and that's such an important distinction because a lot of times the lines get blurred for us even as Christians and we think somehow that if we want it badly enough and we insist on it adamantly enough then we're somehow twisting God's arm and he has to do it for us no he doesn't he's God and he's smarter than you sometimes he says no because to say yes would be harmful. Have you ever been convinced that if you truly want something and work hard enough, you can get what you want? As Pastor Robert explains in his message today, this is not how God works. Be encouraged to have faith in the Lord, that He has good things planned for your life. And sometimes, no matter how much you want something, God says no for your own good. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Verse 11, the hall of faith as it is often called because it lists several examples of men and women whose faith teaches us lessons about following and trusting the Lord Jesus. Uh, One of the most basic fundamental lessons of Hebrews chapter 11 is that our faith is not in a system or a set of teachings, but in a person. You know, often Christianity is seen as a religion in, in which the adherents follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, but that's incorrect. That's not an accurate understanding of Christianity. Biblical Christianity, I like to say it's actually a family. Romans chapter 8 verse 15 says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. Now, the the idea is that we who have asked God our Father to forgive our sins on the basis of the payment that Jesus made on the cross, we we received His Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. He he puts His Spirit inside us. He, He breathes His life into us. The word for breath and the word for spirit in Hebrew is the same word. Bottom line is that God who is life made us alive spiritually and and he leads us and he teaches us and he transforms us from the inside out when he puts his spirit inside of us. And some of you seated here right now need that. You need to shift from only believing that there is a God into knowing him personally as your God, 
as your father. So when we finish today, I'm going to give you the opportunity to ask him for that and ask him to make you a part of his family. But for right now, look at verse 11 with me, Hebrews chapter 11, the examples of Abraham and Sarah. It says, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Now, stop right there. There are three things in this passage that I want us to look at today. And the first one is the object of Sarah's faith. The object of her faith was God. And that's important to notice because I think a lot of times we get confused about faith. You know, in in Sarah's time, a woman who had no children had diminished value. She was viewed as being cursed by God if she couldn't give birth. And Sarah wanted children, but she got old and didn't have any. She was 90 years old when God promised her a child. So often today, you know, the concept of faith is misappropriated. It's perverted. The so-called law of attraction basically says that whatever you truly want, whatever you truly desire is going to be attracted to you. It'll just happen. The idea being that faith in faith pays off. If you really want it, really believe you're going to have it, Eventually, your own creative soul within you will cause it to be manifest as a reality in your life. And and that would mean that all Sarah really needed to do is just focus on that desire. If you really want that baby, well, then somehow your own inner being is going to make it manifest within the universe. If you truly desire it and believe that it's possible, that's nothing more than modern day witchcraft. It's all it is. Mind over matter. It's foolishness. What the Bible presents to us is faith in God. And that's such an important distinction because a lot of times the lines get blurred for us even as Christians. And we think somehow that if we want it badly enough and we insist on it adamantly enough, then we're somehow twisting God's arm and he has to do it for us. No, he doesn't. He's God and he's smarter than you. Sometimes he says no, because to say yes would be harmful. It would be unwise, unloving, if not to you, then to somebody around you, maybe your children, maybe a friend, all kinds of different reasons, reasons that maybe on this side of eternity we can't really fathom. But look back with me at Hebrews eleven eleven. It says, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. See, Sarah's faith was in the God who had made her a promise, not in her own intense desires, not in her own belief that it was possible or in her own belief that she should, you know, she was somehow entitled to a baby. 
You know what I mean? Isn't that the way it is so often? We, I deserve this. I deserve better than that. I, you know, and there's, there's a sense of in, entitlement. And what this passage tells us is Sarah trusted God. She put her faith in him. Matthew chapter 9, Jesus was approached by two blind men who begged him to give them their sight. You know, It's a passage that's often misapplied because he says to them, be it unto you according to your faith. And see, that's one of those statements that's often misused to focus too much on the faith, not enough on the Father. Do you understand? You see, Matthew 9, 28, listen to the, what Jesus actually said to them in its entirety. It says, Matthew 9, 28, when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. Now, now listen to me. The question was all important. The question was all important. Do you believe I'm able to do this? Do you ever think about the fact Jesus already knew the answer to the question? He knew whether or not they believed that, that he was able. He knew, the, he knew the answer to the question. Well, then why did he ask it? I think it was to draw attention to the fact that he needed to be the object of their faith. I think he was making a point to them and making a point to the people around him in that situation. Remember, he was dealing with a principle, but he was also dealing with a specific group of people, right? In other words, if I have my son and daughter sitting with me in a situation, and it's a teachable moment, the focus of my teaching is going to be my son and daughter. Not the guy in the car, you know, three rows over or whatever. No, my children. They're the one. Jesus was focused on a specific group of people. Now, he was also focused on the rest of us. We know that because it's in the Word of God. It's written down for us. It's preserved. So it had a broader application. There's a principle there that has a broader application. Do you believe that he can do this? That's a good question. Is he the object of your faith? Or is faith the object of your faith? If so, then you're going to be disappointed. It's a difference between saying, you know, I just, I just have faith everything will work out eventually. I mean, everything happens for a reason. And saying, Lord, I trust you to work this out. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I trust you to work this out. You see the big difference there? Hebrews contains a unique passage that is many times referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives us a synopsis of people who followed their Creator without knowing the end result or with having each step laid out for them. It wasn't easy, and these icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. God used them, though, to accomplish great things in their time and to set in motion pockets of kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. Did you know that you too can be counted in God's Hall of Faith? Today, you can choose to place Jesus first in your life. Even if you don't know where the road is leading, faith isn't easy. But Jesus is the greatest guide. 
We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today, and we'd like to tell you how you can listen to more of Pastor Robert's messages. Here's Tracy to share how you can subscribe to our podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. And thank you for listening to today's edition of Main Thing Radio.